Hi. Hi. Sorry, I'm late. No, you're fine. All right. So I guess I'll start off by um, introducing myself. My name is Sarah Pearson, and I'm a freshman here at the university. And I am working with the experience lab here at the journalism school. And we're writing sports stories and profiling different players and coaches here at Nebraska. So I decided to interview you for my project tonight. Cool. Thanks for having me. No problem. So I guess we'll just get started here with some of my questions. When were you first introduced to the game of volleyball? Introduced to the sport of volleyball. Since I was young, my dad was a college coach. So I've been around volleyball for as long as I can remember. Uh, I don't maybe remember this, but my dad used to set my crib up in the corner during his college men's practice in Hawaii. So from day one. That's all. Oh, that's really cool. Um, would you talk about how growing up in Hawaii has kind of helped shape your career in volleyball? Yeah, I think, first of all, Hawaii is, uh, the sport of volleyball is big, just like it is here in Nebraska. So I think the fact that my dad coached volleyball uh, at the University of Hawaii, I basically grew up at the university. And I guess how it shaped my life is to the fact that I, you know, I, everything I've done was kind of since I've started becoming either a volleyball player, or wanted to be a volleyball coach, I've kind of made almost every one of my decisions in my life based around volleyball. I just recently got engaged, my fiance. Uh, I met her through volleyball. So kind of my best friends in life. Yeah. My best friends in life have all come from the sport of volleyball. So I could kind of go through all these little things, but I think that's kind of how I would describe it is that most of the most important people in my life I've met through the sport of volleyball. That's really cool. When did you realize that you wanted to become a coach? I think when I was a seventh and eighth grader, and I, I don't know why I remember when I was seventh and eighth grade, I think I always thought my dad had this coolest job in the world. I always thought he got paid to go to volleyball practice. Sure, I know now it's more than just going to volleyball practice, but I would say then uh, I wanted to, that's when I decided I wanted to play volleyball. I wanted to play volleyball in college. So I didn't really care about doing much other than trying to achieve that goal. And just from my having a dad as a coach, I always felt like I always looked at things even as a player, but looked at it from more of a, a I always kind of saw the coach's perspective of things because you know, as a player, players only see things that they see or the players see or their teammates see, but having a dad as a coach, having him come home and talking about his teams, I always looked at it from that perspective as well. So um, I would probably say since I was in middle school, I wanted to be a volleyball coach. And kind of moving on now with your role at Nebraska, would you talk about how kind of what you do with the team and kind of like what your role is with Nebraska? Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of different roles. I'm now John's lead assistant, so I'm kind of second in command, I guess. I'm his head, I'm the head beach coach, so right now we're in our beach season, so I, the head coach of the beach team, Kelly Hunter, is my assistant coach for that. I'm our recruiting coordinator, so I kind of um, lead our recruiting, so you know, I'm in contact with coaches all over the country. I'm in charge with high school coaches. I'm in contact with different people all around the country to try to find good players for us to recruit to Nebraska. 
I go to, we go to a lot of tournaments all over the year and I kind of set the schedule for that. So I'm kind of in charge of all those little things. Um, day-to-day stuff with our current team. I'm, I coach our block and defense. So I work with our defenders and there's a lot of overlap in volleyball. It's kind of different from other sports where if I'm a quarterback's coach, I pretty much coach the quarterback. Volleyball, there's a lot of overlap. So I kind of set our defensive game plan. I, tr- I work with middles and I work with our liberos. And going back to your, the recruiting process, would, would you kind of explain how the recruiting process works and how you go about getting a, going after a player that you really are looking at? Yeah. So how we go about it is we go to the, all these tournaments and try to find out, you know, who are the best players in the country. Sometimes people, they, sometimes they find us or their coaches tell us about them. Sometimes it's just simply is walking around a convention center with sometimes over a hundred volleyball courts and thousands of kids playing in random cities all over the United States. Um, just like one this past weekend down in Kansas city. And we walk around and we try to find sometimes when they're 14, 15, even younger, sometimes we try to find out who's really good and different positions we need. And as they get older, uh, when they become juniors in high school, let's just say, uh, then we can start talking to them and try to convince the people that we want to come to Nebraska, why they should come to Nebraska. So I guess that's kind of long story short, how we go about it. Is there anything specific that you look for in a player when watching these tournaments? Yeah, I think there's some physical attributes you want in specific positions. So if they're tall, do they jump high? Do they hit the ball hard? How do they move? How is their arm swing? Can they perform specific skills? And are they elite at those skills? You know, then we'll also look at, you know, how tall is mom and dad? We'll talk, you know, we, we look at a lot of different things. How do they interact with their teammates on the court? How do they interact with their coaches? Because all, all, all of those things are important. We look at a bunch of different things in the recruiting process. You know, we try to find out, you know, stuff about them off the court because that's going to obviously play a big deal in their time here in Nebraska. So we try to, we try to kind of find a bunch of different things from all angles on, you know, such and such individual um, to see if they would be a really good fit here. Obviously, volleyball-wise, we, we would like to think we're going to try to recruit some of the most elite kids from all over the country. But, you know, do they fit the team culture we want here at Nebraska? Yeah, definitely. I think that culture and like attitude on the court is definitely a very important factor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that you started coaching after your playing days at BYU. Would you kind of talk about how you got in contact with Coach Cook and kind of how getting that the process of getting that job came about? Getting my first job or my job here in Nebraska? How getting your coaching job at Nebraska, how kind of you got in contact with Coach Cook? And I can give you my perspective on it. I don't know his. I've never actually asked him. But I was in year three at BYU coaching on the men's side. And it was actually this weekend. It was actually this day. It was Tuesday of present. Yeah. Now I think about it, it was four years ago from the day that uh, I guess I coached on the men's side. John, John has a ton of respect for men's volleyball. We, he takes a lot of concept from men's volleyball and tries to implement them with his team. So I think he's always, he's always had an assistant that's in men's volleyball or has played and is coached or, you know, or a combination of both. So when Tyler, I think, decided to leave, I think he wanted to bring in somebody with experience on the men's side. I think this is me elaborating here, but 
I think he re- at the time he, he had a bunch of coaches come here for a year or two and leave. So I think he probably was looking for someone young that maybe wouldn't leave him quickly. Um, just because those guys are pretty qualified if they're a little bit older and they're able to go get headed coaching jobs, just like the bunch of coaches that came that I came after. And so, yeah, I was there. I was 20 at the time. I was 25. I had three years of coaching experience right out of college, just like you alluded to there. And really wasn't looking to leave BYU. Knew about Nebraska, but really knew nothing about it. And I think it was on this day, or maybe it was actually President's Day. So maybe it was a year, four years ago from yesterday, that I honestly just looked down at my phone. This is before it came out that Tyler Hildebrand was leaving the first time. I looked down at my phone, and I got a text from a 402 number. Uh, didn't know where the area code 402 was, to be honest, and opened the text message and just basically read kind of something from Coach Cook along the lines of, Tyler's leaving. Um, let me know if you're interested in applying for this position. And I just remember it said at the end, Jay Cook. Huh. And was in kind of disbelief, like, is this really from John Cook? Um, and that's kind of how I got in touch. I, I never met Coach Cook before that. And um, I responded to his text. Of course, I said I was very interested and kind of went through this, kind of became like a job interview recruiting process. And, you know, I found myself in Lincoln by May of 2018. And you kind of you talked about how John Cook has had a history of, you know, his assistant coaches going on and getting head coaching jobs. Is that something that you're interested in doing someday, becoming a full-time head coach of a college team? Yeah, one day. I think that's probably the goal. That's the goal for a lot of us that come through Nebraska. But I, I don't I don't have any immediate plans. But that's the goal one day. That was kind of the goal why I wanted to come here in the first place, because when I saw these people before me and the opportunities they were given after, you know, putting their time here in Nebraska, you know, maybe one day, hopefully one day, that's kind of the plan for me. Maybe you'll take over Coach Cook's spot when he retires. Uh, there. That would be awesome, but I think there's a lot of more qualified people than, than me for that, for that position. What would you say is your favorite part about coaching? Favorite part? Uh, wow, there's a lot. I would say that my, the favorite part is being able to, I guess, use volleyball to change someone's life, if that makes sense. And however that goes, um, kind of use sport to do that. So I would say that's probably, long story short, I think that's what I would say. And then going back about how you started coaching out in men's volleyball. Would you say that, would you talk about if there's any like differences between coaching men's and women's volleyball? And then if there's any like similarities? Yeah, there's a, I mean, the, the sports are different into the fact that it's a lot bigger on the women's side. More schools have it. It's supported better from just universities all over the country. And just from even universities that have both, most of them support the women's team a little bit more in terms of scholarship, financial stuff. And, you know, Title IX obviously helps with that. So it's just, it's just bigger on the women's side. There's more people that play all over the country. Um, on the, in men's volleyball, there's, it's kind of, there's certain pockets of the country that play. In women's volleyball, every, everywhere, there's a lot of volleyball players. So it's just bigger, especially in the high school, club, and college scene. It's bigger in terms of the sheer amount of people that play. In terms of the two games, they're both different. Um, I would bet if you boiled it down, the men's game is a little more powerful, bigger athletes playing. Um, the rules kind of dictate that, dictate that too. Women's game is more ball control dominant, stuff like that. There, there, there is a cross of both. You know, I think the good men's teams 
are super powerful and have really athletic people, but also be able to control the ball versus, and then on, on the women's side with the elite teams, the elite teams have that ball control aspect, but also have very athletic, powerful, tall, you know, women. So I think um, for us is, can we combine the two, if that makes sense? And if you kind of yeah. achieve that, I think you tend to be a very elite volleyball team, whether you're coaching men or coaching women. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good determining factor. I also think that someday it would be pretty cool if Nebraska could get a men's volleyball team going. I think that'd be yeah, that would be pretty, be cool. pretty exciting. What would you say is your favorite memory, both playing volleyball and as coaching it as well? Playing volleyball, my favorite memory. I, I, I honestly. I remember practices more than I do matches. I remember some of the matches, but I think some of my most fondest memories were just like very competitive practices with my teammates and kind of getting after each other a little bit actually during practice and, you know, competing and talking trash through the net and then going in the locker room and kind of rehashing it all like positively, you know. Um, I played in a couple of Final Fours, played a national championship game. But I, I remember more about practices, honestly, as a player. Club was awesome. I, in high school, I played for a really kind of really unique club team and very gifted club team with some players that have played in the Olympics and will play in the Olympics and kind of had the opportunity to play with some of those guys. And a lot of those guys are still some of my best friends. So I would say just being able to do that, all that kind of stuff with my teammates, I think is my best memory as a player. As a coach... I don't, I don't know. I, I think as a coach, I've gotten a coach at BYU in, on the men's volleyball side and at Nebraska on the women's volleyball side. Those two programs support volleyball, to be honest, more than, the, uh, more than all the other schools in their gender, their respective genders do. In terms of like the university, how the university supports it, in terms of how the community and the fans support it. So I think honestly, as a coach, just home games for those two as just how awesome it is to be at those two venues, the Smithfield house and the, you know, the Devaney center for, you know, BYU men's and Nebraska women's volleyball games, just because you, then you go somewhere else and it's not like that um, at all, to be honest. You know, I remember we used to go to LA when I was playing. Um, and I mean, some of the Pac-12, I'm not going to mention, but some of the Pac-12 schools, I think you probably figure out what schools they were, but you know, there'd be, there'd be like a thousand, there'd be like a hundred people in the crowd you know, including parents, you know, versus at BYU, we had an arena that fit, you know, just under 5,000 people. And, you know, there'd be, we'd be breaking fire codes, trying to jam people in there to watch games on Fridays and Saturday nights. And I mean, at Nebraska, it's not close, to be honest, in terms of the support, in terms of the solid streak that we have. And the fact that whether we're playing Penn State on a Friday night, we're playing some other school on a Thursday at 12 p.m. while everyone should be at work there's no difference, you know? And I think for me, th those games are just the appreciation of volleyball that the places I've been has. I think it's probably my greatest memories of just being able to be in those places where as a coach, you really feel like everybody cares about what you're doing, which is really exciting. You don't get that in volleyball. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like the atmosphere in Nebraska, just, I always, I'm always in the stands watching the games and it's just so much fun to watch and it's such a great atmosphere to be in. And I bet as a coach, it's just even more exciting. What would you say that your coaching philosophy is? 
That's a tough question. I don't know. I've, I've seen people fill out that stuff, you know, if they're applying for head coaching jobs and I kind of sit there and think to myself, what would mine be? That's a great question. And honestly, I couldn't tell you right now. I just think, I feel like I'd have to really brainstorm it. And I, I feel like I would just give you a half-hearted answer if I were to answer that question right now. So I guess maybe let me get back to you on that. How okay, that? sounds good. Do you have any advice for any young athletes that are wanting to maybe go into coaching someday, kind of be where you're at right now? Advice I would have for young athletes that want to, once I wanted to be a coach, I always tried to pick the brain of coaches. I try to, even as a high school kid, I remember I used to talk to my high school coaches a lot. In fact, I'm really good friends with one of them to this day. So go over to his house and hang out with his family, even to this day. Obviously it helped that I had a dad as a coach. I was always around a volleyball coach. I think it's just the more, the, if whatever you want to do, the more you can surround yourself with what that, whatever subject, it could be playing the piano or, being a mechanic or being a, being a coach, I think if you can surround yourself with a lot of that stuff, you'll just pick up on different things. And, and for coaching, I don't, I don't think it even has to be, if I'm a volleyball coach, I pay attention to what Nick Saban's doing in football or what Greg Popovich and Phil Jackson are doing in basketball. It doesn't have to just be sports specific, but I I, I don't know. I, I would say just try to surround yourself and try to learn from coaches if you want to be a coach just because and there's going to be some things you like about some there's going to be some things you don't like about it and but I think that's kind of helps you build I don't know a little I guess a database of experiences that you can lean back on because at the time especially when you're young you're not going to have a ton of experience but you can learn from other people especially from the start and then when you're at the end you know you still want to learn from other people you have so much experience of your own that you can go back on so that's kind of I guess what I would say yeah, I, I agree. I think that learning from those around you and kind of looking at where they're at is pretty important. And another question about here at Nebraska, what would you say that your favorite part about coaching here at Nebraska would be? I would say working with the girls and kind of what I went to, just the support this, this state and the community has for women's volleyball women's sports in general, but women's volleyball. Um, and just being able to, you know, understand that what we do at Nebraska Volleyball matters to a lot of people outside of ourselves. So I think just having that understanding, that feel, I think is really, really important. Well, that, that's all the questions that I had for you. Do you have anything else that you would like to add about anything we talked about, like your volleyball career or just anything in general that you want to add or talk about no i think i'm good thanks for having me all right well thank you so much for your time and good luck in your upcoming beach season and the indoor season this fall thanks sarah thank you i appreciate it thank you no problem good night have a good night you too bye-bye